You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Hi, you guys. Welcome to The Social Dentist. I'm your host, Dr. Yazdan, and I'm really excited about this episode because in this episode, we are going to be talking about your ideal patient and how to identify who this person actually is. So I have talked about this so much in my content and in the past few episodes on this podcast, so I felt it's necessary to do an entire episode on identifying who your ideal patient is. I've created this specific episode because there still seems to be so much confusion around the topic, and I'm hoping that this can iron out all the details for you. And I really, really want you to, you know, if you're multitasking, I want you to put everything away and just listen to everything in this episode. It's really just going to help you out. In order for your social media platforms to actually bring patients into your office that want your treatment, you're going to have to understand how to identify who your ideal patient is. It's so important. If you don't understand who your ideal patient is, how will you ever create the right type of content? You really won't gain any traction this way if you don't know who that person is, and you won't increase profits in your business if you don't understand who you are talking to. And I want your marketing efforts to be very, very effective. So today I want to just dive right into it. Now, first things first, if you are one of my Grow With The Gram insiders, I want you to make sure to go back to the lesson on identifying your ideal patient and make sure that you do the two exercises in that lesson, because this will really, really help you identify exactly who this person is, what their fears are what their passions are, what they want, and it's it will help you really nail it down. And if you're stuck, jump into the private Facebook group and the community and I will be there to help you. So let's dive right in and talk about who your ideal patient is. Your ideal patient is the patient that you dream of having in your office. And you need to know this person so well Because all of the content you create will be created for this one specific person. Now, I know you're probably thinking, well, I'm using social media, not so I can just talk to one person. Uh, I want to talk to a lot of people. And that makes sense. I get where you're coming from. But just hear me out. For growing your social platform, I really want you to narrow it down and just start talking to one person. Knowing who your ideal patient is, is truly one of the foundational steps to your social media marketing strategy. And without knowing who you're talking to, all of your efforts will fall flat. Think about it. You would market to a 25-year-old woman completely differently than you would market to a 45-year-old woman. You would market to a male much differently than you would market to a female. If you were marketing to men, You likely wouldn't use pink backgrounds and gold writing and flowers on your marketing materials. However, if you are marketing to a young woman, you may be more likely to use those colors. This isn't just about colors, that's just part of it, but it's also in the way you speak. 
It's in the way that you say things. It's the pain points that you market to. So for example, if you're a hair transplant surgeon and your ideal patient was a man, your content can be more curated to appeal to men worried about thinning hair. You can use the same verbiage that other men use and understand their pain pain points and speak to those exact pain points. Talk about your products, your services, your treatments. And when you talk to those pain points, you're going to talk about how your products, your services, and your treatments will help them with their pain points. Does this mean that women won't be attracted to your content? No. Women will absolutely still be attracted to your content too. However, when you're speaking to that one ideal patient, that one man that you want in your office, your ideal patient lands on your profile. He will feel your content was made and curated just for him and you will have captured his attention. And as he goes through more and more of your content, he will see that you are his go-to person for his hair loss needs. And that's when you can expect him to book a consult to find out more information. You don't need to attract everybody. That is the wrong mentality. I want to dive a little bit deeper. We're still talking about the hair transplant surgeon example here, so don't get confused. You likely don't need to attract a 20-year-old male because a 20-year-old male will likely have a head full of hair and likely won't be worried about any thinning hair. Your ideal patient may be, let's say, 40 or 50 years old and start noticing thinning hair or receding hairline. If your content is curated for a 42-year-old man who is noticing his thinning hair, when he lands on your page, he will become obsessed with your feed and binge on your page. Whereas if your content was geared towards men and women of all ages, that 42-year-old male would likely be confused. He wouldn't feel so compelled to get more info from you. He'd probably continue scrolling past everything you have to say and go on searching for the person who is specifically speaking to him. So when you try to attract everybody, you'll end up attracting nobody. I really want you to understand the difference between attracting everybody versus attracting nobody. So let's say you're traveling to New York and you're looking for the best pizza in town. You've heard about the New York pizza and you want to make sure that no matter what you do, you don't leave New York without without having the best pizza in town. And when you search online, would you be more interested in going to a place that has salad, pasta, sandwiches, and pizza? Or... Would you be more interested in going to a pizza parlor where 95% of the menu is pizza? They may have a salad or something too, but all you see is the giant pizzas on all of their marketing material. It's kind of a no-brainer. I know I would go to the place that just serves the pizza. It's the same thing when it comes to marketing your business online. You either attract or you repel. The place that has the pasta, the sandwiches, the pizza, the salads, and a bunch of other things isn't going to be enticing for those interested in trying the best pizza in town. When you put a stake in the ground and you pick your ideal patient, everything will start to make sense and you will see more traction more quickly. The other thing is that creating your content will become so much easier In fact, you won't really run out of things to create. 
You will know what to say, how to say it, and you will know what colors and fonts to use, what style of photos to use, what videos to create. Don't be afraid to pick that specific person that you want to work with. Don't feel like you're missing out on other business opportunities. When you market to that one person, you will become the go-to person for the treatments that you provide, and you will love your business even more because you will literally be working on your ideal patients every single day. Now that you fully understand the importance of identifying your ideal patient, Let's talk about how to actually identify this person because you're probably thinking, okay, I get it, it's important, but how am I supposed to know who this person is for me? Some of you may already know, and that's great, but most of you don't, and you're missing that mark on social media. So I want you to think of a a few things. Who is it that you want to work with? Is it men or is it women? What age specifically do you really want to work with? Because like I said, you would market to a you know 20-year-old much different than you would market to a 30-year-old or a 40-year-old. They're all in different stages of life. So you want to market to that specific stage of life. They all have different pain points, different pressure points, different things and fears that keep them up at night. So you want to market to that. So pick an age that you want to market to. Where does he or she live? And be specific. Think about the actual community or neighborhood that this person lives in. Is it close to your practice? Is it a little further? Are they commuting to your office? I want you to be really specific about thinking where this person lives. You can even envision the type of house they live in. Is it a small, really cozy home? Is it a really, really, really big home? Do they have pets? Do they have, you know, three dogs that greet them at the door when they get home? Do they have a bunch of cats? Or is it a no pet friendly home? What type of living situation did they have? I want you to go deep and understand them completely. What job does this person have? So what is their career? How much do they make? I literally want you to be so specific and create an actual person in your mind. And is this person married? Do they have children? If they do, how many? Are they boys? Are they girls? What was their last search on Google? What are they looking up? What are they staying up at two in the morning looking up? Are they looking up fashion? Are they looking up, you know, medical treatments? Are they looking up how to repair their TV? What is it that they're looking up on Google and maybe even YouTube? Now, what keeps them up at night? What wakes them up in the middle of the night and keeps them up because they have a pressing issue? And what do you do that can help them? What treatments do you offer? What services do you have? What products do you have that can actually help them? And why do you want to work with this specific person? What qualities do they have that actually make you want to work with them? Why this person? Is it because they just live really close in the area? Is it because they talk a lot and they tell all their friends and family about you? I'm sure both those things are really good, but What draws you to wanting to work with this person? Do you like doing major reconstructive work? And so you're marketing to people that maybe they've had, you know, a hair transplant that didn't go so well and they need to have more hair transplants or maybe they have a scar from their last hair transplant and you can do a scar revision for them. Maybe you like that more difficult reconstructive stuff 
or, you know, maybe someone who's had a few facelifts or nose jobs or something that hasn't gone well, and you're really, really skilled at helping them with this situation. So what is it that you want to work with them for? You know, maybe you don't like that. Maybe you just want the simple, you know, the straightforward cases, have never had anything done. Or maybe you're a therapist and you want to see someone who's just, you know, newly married and doesn't have any marital issues and instead is just trying to work on themselves. Or maybe, you know, you want to deal with a more complicated case, people who have been married for a long time. What is it that you want to work with? What do you enjoy doing? And how can you help these people? So to help you identify your ideal patient, I actually created a free downloadable guide with a series of questions that you can answer to help you figure out who your ideal patient actually is. And you can download that guide for free by either going to dryazin.com forward slash five for episode five. Or I will link it in the show notes for you. So whatever is easier for you. But make sure to download the guide, print it out, and fill out the answers to those questions. I also want you to go as far as giving this person a name. My ideal patient's name is Olivia. And every time I'm posting on social media, I think to myself, will Olivia like this post? And if the answer is yes, then I post it. If the answer is no, then I don't post it. So if I'm not posting about something dental related, and let's say I'm posting me and my dog sitting on the couch, my mailman or my neighbor may not like that photo of me and my dog, but my mailman or my neighbor may not be my ideal patient. But if Olivia likes that photo, if Olivia loves seeing my dog on my social media and Olivia likes seeing what I look like sitting on my couch at home or what I'm doing, then I will post it. When it comes to the dental treatment that I do, I only pick things that Olivia is drawn to. So, you know, I do mostly cosmetic dentistry, but I am also a general dentist, but maybe Olivia doesn't like root canals, so I don't talk about root canals on my page. That's not what draws her to me. What draws her to me is my cosmetic work. So everything that I post has to do with my business, cosmetic dentistry, and things that Olivia is attracted to. So I want you to pick a person. I mean, I know where Olivia lives. I know what kind of car she has. I know how many kids she has. I know how long she's been married. I know everything about Olivia. I know what color hair she has. I know where she shops. I know where she hangs out. I know what she does for her career. I know down to the T how much she makes. I know what keeps her up at night. I know everything about Olivia. And you may not have all the answers just yet, but you can get started with these simple things that I've given you in this guide and work your way up. Your ideal patient can evolve. So your Olivia can evolve over time and there's nothing wrong with that. Mine sure did. She didn't change much, but she definitely evolved over time. I didn't always know what color hair she had. I didn't always know what kept her up at night. But as I continued to speak to her, I understood exactly who she was. So I want you to download the guide. I want you to fill out the answers to those questions, and I want you to get started right away. And don't forget to give this person a name. Give them a name and make it real. And don't worry, like I said, your ideal patient can evolve over time, and as you grow, as your business grows, 
your ideal patient will grow with you. But for now, just get started. And once you identify who your ideal patient is, start to create all of your content around this one specific person. I hope that this episode really clarified a few things for you about your ideal patient. Don't forget to download that free guide, which I will link to the show notes, or you can go to dryasin.com forward slash five and download it there. And also make sure that you leave me a review on iTunes if you're liking this content. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. I always try to keep them short, sweet, and actionable. I want you to have quick wins. I don't want this to be, you know, very daunting. I want it to be very, very helpful, very actionable for you. I know you're busy, and that is why I keep them on the shorter side. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm very active there, and my handle is at Dr. Yazdan. And if you have any comments or concerns or you just want to say hi, send me a DM and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you so much for listening and we will chat soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.